0: Why, what, and how? Fuse 8 and Kate will break it down for you now.
1: Kate, you know what I love? What? I love a fine sticker, Kate. I do too. A good looking sticker. A sticker I could wear all over a... A conference floor, perhaps. Oh, interesting. Oh, but where could one find such a thing, especially with the American Library Association Conference coming up in June in Chicago? Ooh, ooh, pick me, oh, pick me, oh, pick me, uh, pick, pick me, pick me. Oh, the young lady with the short hair. Oh, um, from us. Yes, <laughs> and sure. Uh, yes, uh, and uh,
0: explain more. So if people come up to us, if they see us... On the conference floor. At ALA, correct. we will be wearing shirts that clearly state... Fuse 8 and K podcast. It will actually say the word podcast on it and everything. And we will have two sets of stickers that you could choose from. We're either going to have the Muppet stickers. Which
1: were done by Andrea Sarumi, Or the cat
0: stickers. Which
1: were done by Ursula Murray Houston.
0: Yeah. So come up to us, say hi, grab a sticker, chit chat, you know. Yeah. Say howdy! Yeah, yeah. Even
1: if uh, you're shy, we're we're happy to talk to people. We'll give you a muppet or a cat. You can choose muppet (laughs) or a cat is a pretty good uh, thing to have to choose between. And uh, speaking of which, what is this podcast of which we speak?
0: This is Fuse
1: and Kate. Oh, that's correct. And uh, I am Betsy, so therefore you must be Kate. Right, her. Yes, me. You. And uh, and what do we do on this podcast? We give out stickers. We do give out stickers. At, oh, but only at library conferences. So, sorry folks, we're not sending them to you at home. No, sorry. No, you have to come to the American Library Association Conference in June. Which is okay, because it's here in Chicago, so that'll be Beautiful a lovely, Chicago. Beautiful Chicago. Right along the lake. Yeah. Yes, with the beautiful tall skyscrapers. and Yep. And the convention center that's Oddly far away from the downtown. Well, you know, you have to take a bus. Well, but you'll get there well, eventually. Eventually. <laughs> Hooray! And uh, and what do we do on this podcast besides the stickers? Ah, we rate children's picture books. That's correct. And how do we how do we think of them? Sometimes good, sometimes bad. That's correct. And they have to be uh, classics or not. Sure. So this part always throws people off. The whole it has to be twenty years old thing. When I was asking for the Mother's Day book. Uh, you know, question, people were like sending me stuff that was coming out this year. It's like, well, I think it's a classic already. And I'm like, no, no, no. We have standards (laughs) for a reason. You cannot be talking about a book out this year that feels like a classic. So none of that. Now, this book that I am bringing you today, I'm very excited about. Uh, I remember it from back in the day. You will have to take my word for it that the title came out way before Harry Potter. Okay. So just Bear that in mind when I show okay. it you. Okay, this will make sense in a moment. Are you ready for this book?
0: Is it called Voldemort, Voldemort? <laughs> oh, Voldy, Voldy, Voldy,
1: Voldemort. How Oh, my Voldemort. No, okay. I'm getting on the bag. Here we go.
0: And... Balloon farm. <laughs> oh No. Oh above! Oh, Harvey Potter's balloon farm. That's right by. Uh, Jardine Nolan. There you go.
1: Illustrated by Mark Buner. Yes, that is correct. Uh, it was probably the first book from the both of them that I ever saw, and I, I believe both of them are going strong to this day. I'm but, having uh, yeah.
0: weird flashbacks of the cover.
1: Have you? Yes. Our mom was a big fan of this. She did hand-sell this one quite a lot in the independent bookstore, The Athena, in Kalamazoo, Michigan, back in the day. You may have actually seen this book from her own hands long, long uh, ago. Let me, let me get the publication date on this one. Long ago, long, long, back in 19... Well, originally, um, it's, it's got conflicting reports, but I believe 1994...
0: Okay, so... Was, the year it came out, I was so... 10.
1: Yeah, yeah, so you would have been a little old for it, so... But she might have still thrust it in your face and, <laughs> and had you look at it, so yeah. Okay. All right, you know what I'm gonna do? G- give it to me. Now to... I'm gonna thrust it in your face. There oh, you go, okay. go read that! Okay. Yeah. While Kate does her read, let's find out about the creators behind this particular book. Now, Mark Buhner, you've seen his books. You, you've seen his books. You have seen his books. Once you look at, like, all the books he's done, you will immediately be like, oh, that one, oh, that, oh, that one. Now, he's probably best known, and I am truly ashamed to say we have never done this book, but he's probably best known for Snowman at Night, which he wrote with his wife Carolyn. And uh, I don't know how we haven't done that book yet. I am actually a little shocked and appalled, and we will be remedying it the minute the snow falls again. So, you know, put that on your calendar. Please don't forget to remind me. Now, Journey Nolan is still going strong. I have not been able to confirm that Mark has been making anything recently. Jardine, on the other hand, she co-wrote that Tiffany Haddish book, Layla the Black Unicorn. She did that picture book bio of Toni Morrison called On Her Wings. Uh, I looked through her bio. turns out she was raised in Chicago, so yay, hometown team. She went to Loyola um all sorts of fun stuff and yeah she's still doing stuff she's on social media uh, i can link to her in the show notes so lots of good stuff there and i should say on her site the book that she had on there that had the most like starred reviews and awards and all the stuff well that was harvey potter's balloon farm go figure you know i wanted to invite you back with a good balloon song and i could only think of one what's that isn't there one that goes like, up, up and away in my beautiful, my beautiful balloon? I don't, Am I just making this up? Does my brain just make up balloon songs? I have
0: no idea what you're talking fairly about. fairly certain
1: that's a song that actually exists in the universe, but it's very possible. I just made that up. You should have
0: sang the theme song, like Hedwig's theme song, because this is... <laughs> Bum, 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 bum. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's so many cases where this is Harry Potter's American cousin. Interesting. Yeah. So, yeah. So in
1: America, the magic has been uh, turned into balloon farms. I mean, that's this. Well, guy. it is very capitalist of us, isn't it? <laughs> that story checks out. If we had magic, we would find a way to market it. Yes. I mean,
0: Harvey Potter even has the round glasses. He has the round glasses. Is Really and just a magic wand. wand. Yeah. And it also says on the first page, um, you know, he, he's growing this balloon farm. No one knows how he did it. Some folks say it wasn't real, that it was magic. Mm-hmm. Come on. It's right there. Yeah. All right. So. Dirty Nolan should have sued. <laughs> <laughs> so let, let's get into this. So Harvey Potter, he's, he's a farmer, and he grows... Balloons. Yes. They look like uh, corn stalks, mm-hmm. but at the very top are different balloons. like Different shapes. Yeah, they're not all just the round kind. Exactly. Yeah. There's different shapes, different sizes, different colors. You got and purple and mm-hmm. orange ray sun, and then you got long ones and animal shapes and clowns with big noses and mouths. The ones that I particularly like... There's one with a heart with an arrow through it. Oh, nice. There is a cat with a mouse on top. Aww. But we haven't had a Kate tattoo in a while. No, we have not. So my tattoo uh-huh. from this book would be the balloon in the bottom left-hand corner <laughs> who looks like... Yeah,
1: he's awesome. I'm Like not gonna a Muppet. Do he looks like a Muppet. Like one of those Muppets where the hat is pulled way down. You can never see his eyes. It's just a mustache, a nose, and a hat. It's great. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. That'd be such a great tattoo. I I was surprised you didn't choose the more clownish
0: one, which is a little more center there, that red one Nope, we're not going to talk about it. So, Mm -hmm. this guy, you know, I mentioned that he has a wand. Well, he calls it a conjuring stick. That's very American of him. He, (laughs) yep. He (laughs) takes this conjure stick Mm -hmm. with him wherever he goes, and he looks very simple. He just wears, like, overalls and says there's nothing special about Man his, of the earth. He's nothing special about him. He's just got close cropped hair, um, and overalls, and boots, and this conjure stick, and yep. <laughs> and he just takes it wherever he goes. There's this illustration where all these kids see his truck with his. Uh, S- balloon stalks. Whack-a-doodle <laughs> balloon crop. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and it, r- it reminds me of this time. Uh, it was Halloween, and the penguinologist dressed as Russell from Up. Oh yes, he was very good that year. And he carried balloons with oh, him. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And all the kids flocked to him because they wanted a balloon. Oh, and that's so, so funny. He started passing out balloons instead of that's candy. A good Lose your balloons, my friend. Yeah. Well, he—that's what he, he didn't need them by the end of the night. Yeah, so I guess just, that's true. Just handing out balloons <laughs> to kids, and it was like this exact scene. Damn, what is it about balloons? Just like candy to children. I don't know. Honesty. But then we the the—we uh, meet the villain of the ah, story. Boom, boom, boom. His name is Weasel Mayfield. Well,
1: to be fair, with a name like Weasel Mayfield, he wasn't gonna be the nicest man in town.
0: So. But I like that the illustrator kind of makes it subtle. Uh, that this is the bad guy. I mean, there is—he's holding a, a pitchfork. For he looks one. like
1: the farmer in American Gothic. If he climbed out of that portrait and went on the rampage, yeah. yeah. He's got the
0: pitchfork. There's always also lightning produced yeah. <laughs> anytime like he shows up. There's lightning, I was like, oh, that's that's subtle. I Both. like that. Yeah. And then you turn the page, and he definitely looks like the villain with his like—he's like scheming in the yeah. in, in the fields, just like with his hands together, like Jafar. <laughs> yes. Um, or but Mr. Burns. The reason that he's the villain is because he calls the government. <laughs> oh no! On Mr. Not Potter, not the EPA. Yep. It's like Ghostbusters all over again. Yeah, and the government comes. And they decide to poke around in their white coats. Literally, and, they're just going poke. <laughs> and they, they poke these balloons with their finger or mm-hmm. with a pin. Yep. And the, the, the balloon does what a balloon, balloon does, does when it's yeah. poked with a pin. It pops. But what's interesting is that in the illustrations, we don't know what year this is until at the very end. Right. Uh, they, the oh, yeah. narrator says it was the summer of 59. But you, Oh, but it you, was you,
1: summer of 50.
0: Yeah, but you can tell by the cars oh, yeah, yeah, that this yeah, yeah, yeah. is dated.
1: Yeah, because it's a little timeless before that. Yeah, I mean, it could be any year. Yeah, yep. overalls
0: don't date. Also, the pig, the pig in this story, oh, it's the, the a farmer's pig. It's a pig, very fifty-nine. <laughs> he's very fifty-nine. Very 59. <laughs> he's got a Woo! pipe. Pigs were huge. He's then. reading a newspaper. Exactly. Uh, no, he's always by the farmer's side, huh. which I really like. He's like the farmer's best it's friend, the faithful.
1: And he's looking
0: at these government guys very skeptically. Yeah. And I like that he has a little personality. I think maybe Mm -hmm. that's why he's the balloon on the title page. It's a balloon Ah, of a pig. Because he's like, you know. Very nice Man's best friend right there. I like when you find that detail. The illustrator, again, is having all the balloons look in fear or anger. Yeah, they look a little peeved yeah, or when the, worried. When the government guys come because they know that something bad is happening and they I are... mean the government guys
1: look like the guy the scientists in E. T. They're yeah. wearing the the all body white suits there.
0: Yeah. Yep. But to me, Weasel, this neighbor guy He is every conservative man in America who doesn't understand (laughs) things that are different, so he wants them to go away. That is correct, yes. If it brings people joy, mind your business. Exactly. (laughs) That's my advice to you, weasel.
1: Nope, those are rainbow
0: balloons. Who knows what they're going to attract? (laughs) My God. Yeah, well, also, last thing about the illustrator. He he does, he? Yeah, he, Mark, yeah. Okay, does really cool things like puts animals in the clouds. Oh,
1: that's cute! I never noticed that all throughout oh, all throughout the so story, you can, so kids could spot that. Yeah, yeah that's I, nice.
0: Yeah, there's always like one animal, like a hippopotamus or a dinosaur, or something oh, up in the clouds, that's which sweet. again, subtle. There's always something different to look at on these pages. Yeah. So the government guys, they're looking at these balloons, and they're like, "Yeah, you have a right to grow them." So go for it yeah. and I'm Harvey, not sure why we're here. Harvey who didn't ask for permission is just like okay. <laughs> it's <laughs> and, like, "Great. Right. It's and, my land." And everyone is so. very happy because they were afraid that their balloons were going to be taken away except mm-hmm. for Weasel. It says he was sore. Sore is a good word. Yeah. That's a good word. But that you can definitely tell that this text has like a southern mm-hmm. drawl to it. Yeah. Uh, in which I really wish Harry Potter would read this book. <laughs> I want to hear a British... You want to hear what this is a British accent, so they'll get Daniel Ratcliffe to do the reading. Yes. A little late, but you know what? Never too late. I mean, I want to hear him read lines like, Still... Something in me was a hankering to know, you know but but in a British accent. A, how, would, how would a British accent sound? Um, still, something in me was a hankering to know. <laughs> doesn't quite... <laughs> doesn't really roll doesn't off the know, tongue very well. the cadence well. Don't, get a little but caught there. We're introduced to this second character. So we've got Harvey, mm. and then we've got this second character. Is it the cow? Because I'm
1: looking at the cow, and it's the same cow as uh, No, the cow the is great.
0: Big, oh, okay, the cow's fine. Big fan, fine. All big fan all right. of, the, of the cow, of the pig animals are great but okay. no we meet another human oh another human yes here other than weasel right, right, right. uh who's is i'd say like a teenage girl mm-hmm. uh, she's a little younger maybe than preteen. She looks, she
1: looks 10 11 i'd okay, say okay, preteen, tween.
0: Tween. Tween. tween tween sure tween girl and she's she wants to know how these are grown like is it with a seed is it, but and i was thinking the same thing i want to know too it's a pretty good question yeah so one night uh she decides to hide in the sycamore tree which is where she hid when the government guys were coming and Mm -hmm. she could see exactly what was happening. So she hides in the sycamore tree and at night, Harvey comes out and this is when he does his farming Mm -hmm. at night. Like you do. Like you do. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. That's when most farmers work, right? Yeah.
1: So he Farmer's uh, hours. That's why they call him that.
0: He walks out into his farm with his stick. I'm calling it a wand now because Mm -hmm. essentially it's his wand. Right. And he takes this wand which turns colors and it floats in midair and he floats in midair and they start making magic like you do. Sure. Yeah. That's just how it's done. Yes. Uh, and you'll see like throughout there's still like more animals in the clouds oh, in the so night cute. sky. I mean, they're yeah. they're throughout, which again, mm-hmm. clever. And then we come to a part that I'm curious to know how you would read this to kids. Okay. It says that Harvey, uh, you know, after he floated up in the air, he drops back down to the ground. He grabs a hold of his stick. He waves it over his head, and then he starts whooping and hollering and yelling, and starts yelling. And the text says, "E yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. E yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah." I mean, I'd do it, but I'd blow out your speakers. Okay. Can you do it quietly? Sure. I think it'd be something around the lines of... Oh, interesting. So have sort of a... Like, it'd sound a little like a mosquito, but you, yeah. get, you get it. Yeah. Okay. You, the thing is, you'd have to have the entire room of children yell it at the same time with you.
0: Oh, my god! That's how
1: that works. Do
0: you? do you?
1: Oh, I think I'd have to insist. Re- really? If there is a chance for a large group of people to say something ridiculous, you take that chance.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, right, so he's doing that noise. Uh, and then all of a sudden, you start seeing these little orange dots pop up throughout the, uh, the, the empty field. Okay. So I'm assuming this is essentially where he has now planted these seeds. And all of a sudden... He stops screeching. He turns around and looks directly up into the sycamore tree. And you can't see his pupils at all. It's just the no, shiny he wears roundness these, of his glasses. Yeah, it's his brown yeah. glasses. Yeah. And the narrator says, I thought for sure he saw me, but I guess not, because he turns around, went back into the house, and didn't come out again. And I'm like, oh, no, he definitely saw you. Oh, no, no, you. no, 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 he saw you. And he very clearly saw you. Yeah. Even even the pig saw you. Yes. Yeah. All right? <laughs> we, we all saw you. At which point, I'm just thinking, like, look, there is no way that the government would not have <laughs> seized this man's property um, to make a profit. Because Oh, absolutely. I mean, yeah, it- but it
1: was a, you know, it's a small, it's not a corporate farm. It's like a one-person farm, so I don't think he's making that much off of it. So,
0: yeah, yeah. not really worth the
1: government's while.
0: Well, this girl, she, in the morning, she gets out of the tree you know, she's, like, covered in dew and she's cold. But she can see, like, there's little, tiny, itty-bitty little balloons growing out <laughs> of the so ground. Cute. There's one that's, like, a, a medical glove that's been blown up, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. that, that's coming out. Mark there's... had a lot of fun with this art, you can oh, tell. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, there's, there's a little T-Rex and there's <laughs> a pig. And she said that, uh, you know, she was harvey saw her admiring his latest crop and he allowed her to take three she, t- she took a clown of course
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah I gotta she- work
0: one of those in yeah she took an elephant and she couldn't resist the jelly bean black one okay that just makes it sound like you're gonna eat it just yeah don't eat the bloom. don't eat don't it don't eat the bloom. uh so then uh that's we're pretty much at the end Um, everyone is happy that he's, you know, growing these balloons except for Weasel. He was so riled up, it says, over the fun we had, that he packed up his stuff and moved off to parts unknown. Oh, God, that's just, you know.
1: You know that, when that happens, you're just so relieved.
0: I, yeah. I'm going to take a wild guess as to which state he moved to. <laughs> I'm, I'm guessing someplace with close-minded men who mm. don't like people or things that challenge their way of living or thinking. Uh, that's probably that's, true. I'm just, that is probably true. Just throwing it out there. Yeah, you know. yeah. And then, uh, and then it says that, I remember these days well. It was the summer of 59, at which point I was like, wait a minute. There is an older white man and a younger black girl. Right. She is black. And they are getting along without any issues. There's no, I mean, 59. In
1: 59.
0: Yeah. What was the thing that the guy was actually probably mad about? There you go. There may be that's more to it than just
1: balloons on this. I mean, yeah,
0: I think this friendship alone is groundbreaking. Yeah. Uh,
1: <laughs> and I should say it's very much a very pure. I mean, this
0: is just a friendship, friendship.
1: Yeah, it's just
0: yeah. Well, and, and he's you, like a mentor to her. Exactly. Yeah, that's a great word because yeah. you turn the page and you find uh, out that this is my favorite picture in the entire book. You find out that she has become a farmer too. And she grows balloon crops, but not like his are like corn. Hers are more like carrots or. Hers are like beets. Yeah. She's got them. Growing She's coming out. out of the ground. Yeah. And the little, like the little Kilroy with its nose
1: coming out of the ground there. What a I just, great ending. It is a, a, a five star. Like, it is so hard to end a picture book. You gotta land that ending. And a lot of people just don't. They just, you know. How It clever. could have ended with her flying away in a balloon to, you know, live her life. But
0: instead, it has or that. Or to grow her own right. farm of the same kinds of balloons. Right. And,
1: or it could have ended with one of those, like, sappy, like, someday when the. When the clouds look just right, I think back to my time as a child when I used to look at Harvey. And it's like some sunset and she's looking at the distance or she's got a dog of her own. Or she gives balloons
0: to her grandkids. Right, it's like this
1: is so much better because first of all, she looks like a farmer. She's got his glasses, right? She's got his glasses, she's got his glasses and his overalls and his boots. But she like clearly is like in late middle age, so she's been doing this for a long it time. Says it's her 32nd crop of balloons. I 100% believe that from that image. I mean, he just knocked it out of the park. She knocked it out of the park. This is the example of how you end a picture book.
0: What end. a great ending.
1: Yup. Yup. Yeah. Yep. That's yeah. it. Yeah. No, it's great. Uh and it stands up. Um you know, it got boy, it won every state award. It won the Black Eyed Susan award and the Kentucky Bluegrass award and the Nevada Young Readers award and the Washington Children's Choice award. But not the Caldecott. No, didn't he's never won anything Caldecott. It's such great illustrations. I know. But it's I wondered if they, did they think it was too cartoony because it was such bright colors? And I don't know, man. I mean, a lot of art at this time looked like this was bright and colorful and and, and got rewarded with awards. So, yeah, I don't know. hmm I mean, yeah, it's a a mystery. But what you gonna do? And the Grand Canyon Reader Award and the Young Hoosier Book Award. I wasn't done. (laughs) Sorry, sorry. It won a lot of things. So even, and it's remembered rather well today, I would say. So ratings time. You go first. Um, I really like it. So one reason I chose this was you were always on the lookout for, uh, you know, a wider range of voices and perspectives, uh, and a black author writing a fun book about a balloon farm where like a young black girl is one of the main characters. Um, and it's just silly and ridiculous and enjoyable. Uh, that's rare. That's rare today. But it was certainly rare in the 90s um, when most of the books would be about the Civil Rights Movement or about slavery times or things like that. So this book really kind of stood out for me for that reason. And she, this is not the only book that Judy Nolan would do like this. She did a lot of folk tales. And she did, all oh, her books with Catherine Nelson are amazing. We'll have to do them someday. Um, but I really enjoy this one because it's it's got that thing i look for in a picture book uh it's weird it's really really weird but it does what it does really well and it doesn't preach and it doesn't moralize and it
0: gets its story across so
1: this is gonna be a little high for me but i am actually an eight
0: okay all right i love how creative the illustrations are and how every page shows something different that catches your eye so every time you read it you're gonna see something different um, I like the friendship between these two characters. It's a very unique story, and I can totally see him as the American cousin to Harry Potter. Oh yeah, <laughs> very much so. Um, I, I didn't remember the story, but I I recognized the cover. And it definitely brought back something in my memory. And I it was definitely for a good reason because this is I think it's such a great book. I gave it a strong eight.
1: Whoa! This yeah. is one of our highest rated books. It is.
0: It's wow. good and it's weird and it's inclusive. It's, and why not? It's
1: kind of a perfect Fuse 8 and K book. I it, just gotta say. It's so, so it's above a
0: five. It's a classic. It's
1: a classic, one of our higher ones. Woohoo! Woo-hoo letters time Ooh. okay so we didn't get much specifically but i should say that we we hit it out of the park with Hecatey peg because boy do people like that
0: book it's a great mother's day book
1: it's a great mother's day book and i had person after person you know they didn't write extensively but they were all saying how much they adored it um kate coombs did write a little more than other people she said i have this book it's fantastic and after just reading it, kids get a kick out of going back to track each food to each child. More specifically, I love that you chose this as a Mother's Day book. The mom is so tough and determined. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Yeah, can't she help sure but is. agree." That's uh, that's a good one. Though I will say, I did get one other suggestion that I am I will remember this time next year because it would be an excellent excellent Mother's Day book. So okay, we'll we'll see if it happens or not. Okay, all right, grown up things we like. You go first. Sure. This was actually a suggestion, uh, by Stephanie. Was she's a third sister? Yep. Yeah. So she had she had suggested that I was gonna do it anyway. I swear you. I swear I was gonna do it anyway. Uh, it's an Instagram account. You've probably seen it by this point, but if you because it was going all around. But if you haven't, I really suggest that y'all check out K S Roads, and uh, that would be his Instagram handle. Rhodes spelled R H O A D S. So K S Roads. He's the kind of guy, he's got a spinny wheel, and he will pair together uh, bands or musicians with classic children's songs. And then he will create the most amazingly realistic music videos out of these. So here's the order I would recommend you do. Start with Bob Dylan doing Old MacDonald. Then do Mumford & Sons doing You Are My Sunshine. And then, don't begin with this, I think you have to get the feel for it. Then you should do his Hamilton version Of Itsy Bitsy Spider That is when it really starts to take off He and Now I, I know who you're talking about Because I've
0: only seen the Mumford and Sons one yeah. Which is
1: good Which one was really quite a hit But he's got others that are much better I didn't know anyone could do a Counting Crows Or Dave Matthews band uh, imitation As well as he did But the minute he did them Yeah, you, you'll just If you're of my generation You will start nodding your head very, very hard He kind of looks like a like a slightly younger woody harrelson um so yeah chaos roads two thumbs way 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 on instagram on instagram
0: okay yeah i just watched the apple tv plus documentary about michael j fox called still uh it's about his career and his diagnosis with parkinson's disease it's oh michael
1: j fox yes okay
0: yeah Great. What did you think I was talking about? I thought
1: I meant Michael Jackson for a second. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, that's not great. Oh, Michael J. Fox. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's fine.
0: Yeah. So it was really interesting to learn how much he struggled becoming an actor, to juggling family ties and Back to the Future at the same time, to meeting his wife, and then to his alcohol- alcoholism. Oh. Um, he's incredibly funny and positive and optimistic in the face of adversity, especially when it came to his early diagnosis and how he handled it. Uh, For the longest time, he tried hiding his early shakes during Spin City, and they show clips where you can see he's trying to hide it by, like, holding things in his left hand or crossing his arms, and I I I didn't realize how much... Parkinson's makes you fall down. Oh. Yeah, and he talks about all the different injuries that he recently endured, like breaking all the bones in his face.
1: Ah, you need those bones. They're there for a reason.
0: You do. And Uh. at one point, they're filming on the street in New York, and someone says hi to him, He's while he's walking, he falls and then he jokes by saying, you swept me off my feet, (laughs) which I'm like, oh, my gosh, Uh, I, I highly recommend you see it, especially if you're not familiar with Parkinson's. I learned a lot watching this documentary. So, again, it's called Still... And it's on Apple TV Plus about Michael J. Fox.
1: Oh, that's excellent. I'm so glad that we can we can all like Michael J. Fox. Nothing nasty came out about his past at any point. It's like, we're allowed to like Michael J. Yeah, Fox. Yeah,
0: and this documentary, it shows his struggles with alcoholism and with Parkinson's at an early age. And how he overcame them and his family. And, oh, it's just, I love it. I love Amazing.
1: it. Amazing. Well, excellent recommendation. Thank you. Very cool. Well, uh, we've many weeks until LA is happening, but we're we're gearing up over here. So, if any of you are intending to uh, come, uh, why don't you guys, uh, yeah, drop us a line, let us know. Uh, yeah, that you're gonna be there. We would love to meet up in in some way. So yeah, yeah
0: we will be skipping the next week because of Memorial Day. That's right. So. That's right.
1: Oh yeah, I'll be uh, I'll be at the house on the rock. So oh. Have fun with that. Thank you. (laughs) I love that house and I love that rock. So, yeah. Well, then, uh, until we do have another episode, I've been Betsy. I'm Kate. Bye. Fuse 8 and Kate is a Fuse number 8 production. You can reach us at FuseKate8 at gmail.com. You can follow our podcast on Twitter at Fuse underscore Kate. You can follow us on Instagram at Fuse 8 Kate. That's Fuse number 8 Kate. Listen to us on Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, or Player FM. Or follow us on iTunes and rate our podcast if you're so inclined. Our music is by Hadden Kime, and our farmer in the dell is Drew Atienza. Views 8 and Kate is a creation of Kate, Atienza, and Betsy Bird.